And that's why we're here tonight, because there is so much more to the Christmas story than all of the other things that we hear about and sometimes get consumed about this time of year. Well, over the past several weeks here at Church at the Creek, we've been preparing for the arrival of Christ, and we've been thinking about that, and kind of with all this anticipation. And I remember uh, the first time I became a father, and that was incredible anticipation, awaiting the arrival of our son. And uh, you know how it goes if you're first-time parents, you paint the room, you get everything all set up, you kind of get everything arranged, you have, you know, a baby shower, and you get all the stuff together. And you, I remember, hey buddy, how's it going? Um, I remember the night when it was like, okay, I think it's time. We went to the hospital, and uh, they told us, uh, it might be a while because we were a little excited. Any, any first-time parents like that before? We were a little excited, and we got there at about midnight, and we had to uh, hang out and eagerly anticipate the arrival of our son, who was born at 5 o'clock that afternoon. Um, we, we, know, we all have these moments in time where we're eagerly awaiting something, and it's really important uh, at Christmas time, we celebrate Jesus' birth. We celebrate his birthday. And the people that are really important to you in your life, you celebrate their birthday as well. Because it was really important when, you know, they came into this earth and they came into your life and you want to celebrate their life. And so that's what we're doing tonight. We're celebrating the life of a baby born that changed our lives forever. When my son was born, everything changed. My life was changed forever. My life no longer, I no longer got a full night's sleep. Um, I no longer had my independence. And guess what? It was the best day ever, right? Because that day, my life was forever changed because of the birth of someone. And that's what we're here for. We're here to celebrate and remember the birth of Christ that should change all of our lives. And people who are important to you, you celebrate that because it changes our life when they come into relationship with us. Okay, uh, I wanna, we're gonna read the story um, of kind of that first Christmas in Luke chapter two. And you can imagine Mary and Joseph, and you saw kind of the story played out just a moment ago, and the kids did a great job at depicting that story. But they were prepared. They had like a little bit of a warning. They got kind of the angels were there, and they got a little bit of prep time. I'm sure Mary and Joseph like kind of fixed up the room, maybe painted it blue uh, there in Nazareth. Maybe they, you know, threw a little baby shower. I don't know what kind of toys they did back then. Maybe, maybe they even did a gender reveal event, you know, with like, uh, I don't know, with um, uh, their family members and it's a boy. Um, I don't know how they prepared, but they got a little bit of an advance warning. Tonight, I want to focus in on a couple of people that didn't get any advance warning. Um, and let's read in Luke chapter 2. It says this, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while 
Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married with him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. So I want to pause there for just a moment. We'll continue the story in a second. But these are the characters I want to kind of think about a little bit tonight. Is the shepherds were the ones that were kind of, were not prepared, but were caught off guard in some way from the birth. But it changed their life dramatically forever. And they were hanging out in Bethlehem doing what shepherds do. They were watching their flock, taking care of sheep at night. And it was not glamorous. It was not a spectacular job, hanging out all night long, making sure that the sheep were cared for. You saw some of our sheep up here on stage. Sheep can be a little unruly. Uh, you can see um, sheep can kind of get out of hand. And that was their job. And they were there in Bethlehem, minding their own business, not expecting a life-changing event to take place uh, that night. But something surprised them. A surprise birthday, so to speak. And uh, this, uh, this surprise came to them in Bethlehem. They lived there, and God showed up where they lived. Ordinary people, God showed up to their address, showed up to where they lived, and proclaimed it to them in a unique way. And it's interesting, why did God do this in particular? Why did God proclaim to them in particular? Let's read on. It says in verse 9, An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. So it's fascinating that God decides to come to these ordinary working class people in their city on their terms and demonstrate and say, there's going to be a surprise birthday party tonight. Okay. And you know, it's interesting how kind of Christmas comes and is displayed in our culture. I mean, sometimes it gets a little crazy, right? It gets a little busy. The schedule gets crazy. People get a little bit consumed with the stuff like we watched in that video. But here's kind of the way that I would, I'm, I'm going to take my positive slant on all of that instead of being a Grinch. And I want to say this, is that if you look around this time of year, there is no way to avoid the reality that all over there are lights 
and people's people change kind of their entire decorations. They change their entire schedule. They change their calendar. We let kids out for a couple of weeks of school. All of this hoopla and all of this stuff takes place. And how I would say to put an angle on it or slant on it is if you can't see that Christ is here or trying to reach out, trying to connect, trying to demonstrate that guess what? Something's happened in human history, then we're not paying attention, right? And that's what happened that first time. With a grand display, the angels came down and demonstrated clearly something was going to happen that would change the course of human history. And so there's all the lights, all the songs, all the commercials, all the displays. And what I would just say to that is, yeah, maybe it's over the top, maybe it's commercialized, but let's be clear, something big happened. Something big happened that changed the course of human history. Something big happened profoundly that changed the calendar, that changed everything in like the course of human events. Such a birth that people have celebrated it in amazing and over-the-top ways from this point forward because it changed their life. And so the shepherds had this overwhelming sign. And the statement by the angels is, today a Savior has been born to you. This is a sign to you. And this sign is something that is good news for all the people. And so what I, what I encourage you to tonight is maybe it seems as though um, God is distant or I'm not quite sure what God is doing or the world is confusing and I would you know, agree with you in many regards. However, let's be clear. On Christmas, you can't deny that God has demonstrated a visible, clear sign. Something happened. Something happened that is transforming. Something happened that was big. And God gave them a sign that first Christmas, uh, and, and the lights were lit up better than any of the houses in Adonia, to demonstrate what was taking place. That this was a birth that changed the course of human events. Let's continue to read. In verse 15, it says this. When the angels had left them and gone to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. And so in this moment, we see that the shepherds do what we all have to do. There's signs around us. And you know, if you, if you really search and you really seek out God, I believe what the scripture says. It says, if you seek me with all of your heart, you will find me. God doesn't want to be hidden. God wants to be a shining light to every single person that has walked the face of this earth. God wants to demonstrate that he cares about us, that he loves us, that he wants to be involved with in our life. 
And so this grand display, this grand sign gives us an opportunity and our chance for us to respond. And that's what the shepherds do. They see this display and they move. It says, when the shepherd, when they said, let's go. Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's go and see if this has happened. Let's go if, and see if the things that were promised would really take place. And maybe for some of us in this room, maybe you have some skepticism. Maybe you have some hesitation. Maybe you have some fear. But what I would encourage you to do is to step out and just do something to take one step of faith. You know, it's amazing how God shows up when we take one step. There's been so many times in my life where I was unclear and unsure. But it was maybe in those moments when I just cried out to God and said, God, help. God, reveal yourself to me. God, be here with me. That all of a sudden what I found is God was there. And I found that God had been there my entire life. And it was me, maybe, that wasn't paying attention to all the displays and all the, all the pictures that he's trying to communicate to me that he wanted to be a part of my life. Christmas is clear. And it's a clear demonstration that the Bible gives us. A clear demonstration that God came to earth on our terms. He showed up to Bethlehem. He shows up to where we're at. And if you're, wherever you're at right here, right now, God will show up right where you're at right now. He showed up with this incredible display and these incredible signs. And I believe this is one of those moments in time. Whether, you know, this is a family tradition that you come to a Christmas service or not. This is an opportunity and a sign where God can say, I'm trying to speak and reveal myself to you. So this is an opportunity and a moment and a sign, and he's come. And our response has to be, we have to, we have to step out, and we have to respond. So today, as we conclude, we're going to be lighting our candles. And that is just kind of one of those fun traditions that we always do to demonstrate and remember that Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And he came, and that one light passes one to another, and it passes generation to generation. And we tell the story over and over again because I'm somebody that's life was changed by that story. I'm somebody that has said, I need to respond, and I needed that in my life. And so as we light the candles, what we'll do is I want you to think and ponder for a moment what that representation is. Is the light has come right here to Aurora, Colorado in 2018. You have had an opportunity right here tonight that God has said, I've come to earth, you're not alone. I wanna be with you. I wanna have a relationship with you. You have an opportunity to see that sign and respond and take that light and say, yes, there's something there that I need to investigate further. There's something there that I need to take another step. I need to take a step of faith and follow and try to find Jesus.
And the shepherds, when they did, they found Jesus there. Can you imagine year after year them gathering their families around and retelling the story and celebrating and saying, there was a night I was watching my sheep, but then there was a a birth that we need to celebrate and remember because it changes everything. And so we continue that tradition tonight. I want to invite you before we get to the candles just to take a moment and to offer your own prayers to God. I've done plenty of talking and the kids have done their thing and we've done our singing. But the most important thing we can do tonight is pause for a moment and reflect and pray to God. And by doing that, that's kind of our step, just like those shepherds where they went to that manger. And they sought out God. Take a moment right now. Bow your head. And it can be as simple as this to say, God, please show up in my life in this new year. God, help me to see you. Help me to understand. It doesn't have to be any flashy terms or words or anything like that. But it's a simple step of saying that I want to respond to all the things I see around me and do something about your birth. Take a moment to offer your own prayers to God right now.